Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam. I'm Quick. And I'm Lee. And you're listening to Divas, Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep. But to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Duckets, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 <laughs> or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, divas, let's talk ducats. Hey, D&D fam, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. We hope you are doing well. Um, If you are watching, make sure you click subscribe below. Um, Welcome, YouTube watchers. And what are we going to get into today? What's on our docket? This is going to be an amazing and fun conversation. The commentary (laughs) is about to tickle me. But we are going to be talking about what's in a provider. Mm. And there are many dynamics to that. You can be talking Mm. about provision for children. But we are specifically going to be talking about relationships. Yes, because all over the interwebs you hear protect and provide. Mm -hmm. He to protect and provide. So let's, we're going to break that down. Even amongst men, you hear that a lot, right? My job is to protect and provide. Air quote. So, (laughs) we wanted to kind of get into it, right? Like, really talk about what does that mean? What does that mean to people besides us? Mm -hmm, You know, we mm -hmm. we did conduct a small poll. Look at us being responsible. Okay. So, but first, before we get into that, we wanted to highlight our sponsor. Um, This episode is sponsored by Wooden Bowers. Um, They do a number of services within the legal field, wills, estate plans, um, personal injury but we wanted to highlight discrimination so civil rights are still a thing it's not just in the 50s and people are unfortunately you know subject to unlawful searches and seizures may have been discriminated in their workplace or feel like they're retaliated against so if you feel like there's something going on that you know is unfairly burdening you you feel like you might have been discriminated against give them a call wooden bowers you can reach them at 704-665-5 5838 again at 704-665-5838 you can also um, visit their website and email them they are wbvlaw.com that is w as in wooden b as in boy v as in victor law.com and that information is going to be in the show notes of this episode and also if you head to our website and sign up and get on our subscribers list whenever the episodes come out you do get an email what the episode is about and it does have a hyperlink for all this information so you don't have to try to recall it yes there you go and for those that are listening and would be interested in having their businesses on mm-hmm. here you're interested in being a sponsor you can or also bounce back okay mm-hmm. you can also reach out to divaadvice.com and get more information about it that way all right so let's get into it let's so Like we said, that there are many different ways to be a provider. You know, there's a parental relationship. Obviously, as we're getting older, the caregiver um, relationship or vision. But um, with the Kevin Samuels thing, it's just become (laughs) such a such a big topic, right? Mm -hmm. It is just like this high value man and this high value woman. 
uh, it makes me want to choke. Yes. Like just, but the <laughs> underlying premise of it is being able to be a provider. Like I guess that's kind of you know when the people think about how value they attribute it to to money to money. They, yeah. they that they're higher earners. Right. Um, they bring more to the financial table. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually the big aspect right. of what they consider high value. Right. And then. I think it's unfortunate, but some people put in their, like, what people, some people would consider baggage. Like, if they have kids, how mm-hmm. many kids? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they start kind of going down the list from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I think, first of all, social media is a gift and a curse, right? So, I think the connections, the access, the various things that you are able to see now on social mm-hmm. media is great when mm-hmm. it's used for good <laughs> but i think unfortunately a lot of times you see these endless debates especially between black men and black women mm-hmm. about almost like a it feels like a power dynamic right and so it's just this thing of like i told you the one i'm sure i've said it before the one i hate all the time first of all because it's unrealistic but also just because it's like there's more than one way to skin a cat it's just that constant example of this is your mortgage or rent and these are your bills who should pay what Mm -hmm. and you and you see the back and forth between men and women and the man should do this the woman should do that and i think honestly i think the back and forth and a lot of the pitting us against each other is a waste of time for Mm -hmm. one but also it it doesn't really help us be better for ourselves and as partners Partners, and potential partners and relationships so um so yeah just like the hundred thousand dollar episode we kind of wanted to break down some of this and where it comes from and if some of it is realistic nowadays right so okay so we talked about the different provider mm-hmm. roles or the different situations where you might provide. And if you look it up, for those of you who are more nerdy, provide literally means to exchange goods or services. You are giving something. You are providing something. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean money, right. according to the dictionary. But I think it's become associated with money because of, like, historically, right? So up until, what, maybe the last... 50, 60 years, there was a time where women did not work. And so the structure was men went out to work. That was their sole job, really, Mm -hmm. um, to get a paycheck. And the woman managed the home. So if there were children, she reared the children. She prepared the meals. She made sure the home was clean and comfortable. Um, And that was her contribution because she wasn't able to. I mean, I'm sure there's laws on the book even. At a certain point, she wasn't allowed to work, right? right? I think some of that shifted um, as you saw, you know, certain world wars. Let me slow down. Um, you know, there was a need for women to get into the workplace. Right, right. And that that vacillated depending on, like, ethnicity, right? Mm-hmm. I think you saw more maybe black women working, like, domestically or things like that, even when maybe, like, white women may not have been working yeah, yet. Yeah. So, I mean, it really just depended on background there. But even so, for the most part, men were the breadwinners, mm-hmm. for lack of better words. That was their primary contribution to the family, mm-hmm. right? So, um and this is an aside, but when you were just talking about, like, you know, back in the day, women mm-hmm. kind of mainly were the, they were home, right? Yeah. They were taking care of the kids, taking care of the house. This is so random, but I have recently read an article because Morris and his um, wife recently celebrated, I think, 27 years. Okay. And he was like, you met her in a club. And, and <laughs> met her in a club. Right. 
uh, he was it's like he was with one of his homeboys or whatever, and mm-hmm. they were like pointing out girls, and he was telling them to get this girl. To get he was like, "Well, what about the girl?" He was like, "Oh no, leave her alone. She ain't she basically she ain't passing it out, right? So leave oh, her alone." Okay. So he was like, he was intrigued, but he said what made him want to marry her was because he saw how she was with kids. He knew that he was like more than her beauty. He knew mm-hmm. that she would be a good mom. Okay. So I thought that's interesting. Like that's way back then it's but it's still, the role but right, it's now it's a, it's a factor it's, in what yeah, it's still yeah. value in it so mm-hmm. anyways that was random okay but it was cute yeah. alright yeah. I get it I get it because I think even now as you said to that point women a lot of us look at not necessarily earning potential mm-hmm. per se but we do look at does this man have a plan does right. he have some kind of vision or you know is it, does he have some kind of gumption about mm-hmm, himself is mm-hmm. he is he doing something with himself um i think that but i think that comes from back of the day too like yeah. is he able to not only sustain himself but then bring me on mm-hmm. and we're still in a good place right. so i think some of those things die hard i'm not saying that you need to get with someone with no vision but i just think that <laughs> when you think about where it comes from you know a lot of those things do come from traditional places even yeah. though we're not arguably in a traditional world anymore mm-hmm. right so and i think also in talking about um what's in a provider right mm-hmm. there's definitely age is important oh yeah in, in this conversation mm-hmm. because what you are looking for potentially in your 20s is not going to be what you're looking for in your 30s or your 40s correct because you know we all often hear about um Women specifically, you know, I hear hear men say, you know, are you going to hold me down and, you know, get somebody with potential and all these things. And it's like, it's cute (laughs) when you're 18, 19 years old and you don't have anything and you're going to grow and. Sure, let me hold you down. Let we figure out down. these this, dreams. This yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're in a in a place of building, but when you're into your forties, the expectation should be that you are both coming to the table with some kind of foundation and establishment that you done did in the last twenty years of work, mm-hmm. hopefully, and. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's blended families and Mm -hmm. kids and all of those things, divorces, um, which do have an impact on people's finances, for sure. Mm -hmm. But there is an expectation that y'all are both coming somewhere with the foundational building and not starting from ground zero. Like, you might be coming straight out of high school. Right. So, that provision aspect of it is just going to look different. So, I do think people's conversations and expectations have to be different based Mm -hmm. upon age right like you oh can't, yeah it, it, and I don't necessarily know that it is mm. sometimes yeah I think and again social media we don't know how old these people are right. but I think you see the same arguments whether a person is 20 or yeah. 50 and I definitely agree I think the hold you down thing I okay quick caveat I take issue with the hold down thing just because I feel like as a black woman I'm just speaking from my perspective mm-hmm. I feel that we are the only group that is expected to martyr ourselves to lift somebody else up. Yep. I feel like if Susie Q expects Bill to have a job and to, you know, be able to hold his own financially, she's well within her right. Nobody bats an eye. Mm-hmm. If Susie Q expects certain things of him and to him and for him to have some kind of plan. Mm-hmm. I feel like if Ming Lee. Okay, I feel like if that's what she wants, nobody questions it. But I feel like many times when a black woman, and I'm not sure if it's the way 
we say it or what we're saying. I'm not really sure which is which. But either way, I feel like when you hear a black woman basically demanding that you're financially stable, and I'm not saying that necessarily means you're a millionaire, you're mm-hmm, seven figures, mm-hmm, six figures, because mm-hmm. we've already established that six <laughs> figures is not the norm. Right. But when she demands financial stability and she demands to not have struggle love, then it's an issue. Then she's a gold digger. So mm-hmm. I, I really wrestle with that whole down thing. Mm-hmm. One, because of that, and two, because it usually doesn't go both ways, right. if we're really honest about the context of that you use So, you know. Right. Right. Do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as, you know, the numbers of it, like, do we have any information about, like, like we so talked I about did what do life some, costs, yeah, right? we, Yeah, we talked about what life costs. I did do, like, uh, uh, you know, research on, like, what the average... African American male mm-hmm. um, and female earns. It was harder to find it like a versus kind of thing, yeah. like what one makes over the other, yeah. and they kind of always grouped them in together. Together as a unit, and yeah. a, a, it was around honestly around, around forty five, fifty thousand dollars. Okay, versus you know our again societal mm-hmm. things of thinking people make six figures when again we have had a whole episode on that you can go back and look on it okay and it's what that's in like the five percentile fifth percentile yeah. less than 10 mm-hmm. less than 10th percentile of people that are making six figures so mm-hmm. um when we're talking about provision is that what the expectation is mm-hmm. or is it is it something else is it is, is it numerical for mm-hmm. um a woman versus a man. And like we said, we definitely went, you know, and did mm-hmm. our research and talked to some men. Yeah. And, you know, to see what their aspect of mm-hmm. what is provision. But I do think, and, and they were right, that a lot of women categorize provision strictly on money, money now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're kind of wondering, even though that that's their mindset, you yeah. know, their mindset is provision is strictly on money, then why are they being treated wrong? Right. Because mm. um, I, I personally know... Uh, quite a few guys that make a lot of money mm-hmm. and treat their people like Poor the bottom it. of their shoe. Right. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, girl, I'm glad you got And you even your, uh, what's your boy, Kevin? Yeah. He said, I have not watched, but maybe two of them, but he said something that stood out to me. The one where um, you got mad with, a, he mm-hmm. called the lady average. Mm-hmm. So, I think he calls a lot of people average. But, what he said to her, because she was, she was a person who wanted somebody who earned six mm-hmm, figures mm-hmm. and all of that. And so he was saying, when you want a man that's in a certain economic bracket, things start getting very specific. They mm-hmm. start getting very picky. Mm-hmm. Um, they may have a type. They may, like you said, demand certain things or not demand certain things, but they may expect you to put up with certain things Mm -hmm. because they are bringing the money to the table and Mm -hmm. they look at the money as the power. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that trade off of would you rather and not to say that there aren't people out there that that make really good money and treat their partners well. But it's like, what are we what are we really asking for and what does that really look like? Mm -hmm. And. Is it realistic, right? Because I know, you know, we talked about even too in the, what was it? The potential, the mm-hmm, potential episode. Mm-hmm. How as women, compared to the men that we talk to, women have these super specific <laughs> lists mm-hmm. about, it's almost like build a husband. Right. Like we have this right. list of he has to be this and he has to be that and he has to be, and it's like, girl, like you want 
Shakespeare, Tupac, and you know <laughs> Steve Jobs in the same person, and that's not. It sounds good. It does, but it, that's because it doesn't exist. Like who? Everybody wanted a sophisticated right, thug. It right, does not right. happen. There was one Tupac, and I, he chose the thug over the sophistication. <laughs> Look what happened. So I'm just. You know, I mean, I don't know. His lyrics were very Shakespearean. They were, but his lifestyle was very thuggish, <laughs> no, ruggish bones. So, Got you it. know, I think that let's, so let's really break down. And we asked mm-hmm. men, because mm-hmm. we didn't want to, you know, as a woman, we didn't want to seem biased. We didn't want to, you know, whatever. Yes. So let's actually, let's first, okay. how do we define, let's answer the questions okay. ourselves. So we asked men and we, they, ran the gamut between ages of 29 and 63. Mm-hmm. So we got a pretty mm-hmm. diverse group of guys to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're pretty f- diverse incomes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And pretty somewhat diverse answers. They were, they were interested. Mm-hmm. I, I was surprised by some of them. Yeah. So the first question is how let's, let's back up. How do you define provider? So quick, how do you define provider? Why would you go with me first? You would go with me first. So I, I, I struggle with how I define provider, to be, to be honest. Okay. Um, finances are important to me. Mm-hmm. Financial management is most important to me. I am very certain about that. It is mm-hmm. not um, necessarily about how much you make mm-hmm. from me. It's how you manage your money. However... I do know that because there are things that I want to do and there are goals that I want to have, it is going to take a man that makes a certain income and be financially um, savvy to do those things, right? So as far as providing for me, I... What's important for me is for me, someone to come in and make me feel like I could take off my cape. Whatever that feels like. For me, that is provision. I don't necessarily need you to provide for me financially, but I definitely want you to do that. Mm-hmm. I want you to take some things off of me. Provision, though, is not solely for me defined about money. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a young son, you know, and his father is in his life and they're thorough and they have a great relationship, mm-hmm. but his father's not in my house. Okay. Right? So when I think about my son and think about um Provision is someone who's going to love my son mm-hmm. is the way they love me and be active in his life. Right. Not just okay. be there, mm-hmm. but to also be active. My son is a sports mm-hmm. 
dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, throw a football with them. You know, mm-hmm. to me that looks also looks like provision. Make mm-hmm. me feel secure. Mm-hmm. To make me feel protected. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. That's, I, I definitely don't want a hothead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> People roll, like you said, the Tupac's over here, and I got right. to be nervous when we go out. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to walk beside you and feel like I can't be touched. Yeah. Whether or not that's true, I want to feel I that. I want to feel that way. Yeah, okay. I want to feel that. Okay. So I think provision is in all of those things. Like, you know, like you said, just, just lighting up my load somehow without me having to beg for it, mm-hmm. without me having to, you know, cry for it like yeah. just because you love me you desire to do those things right got you got yeah. you okay so i look at provision similarly um although i don't have children i feel like some of the things that <laughs> and i usually am not the person to be like my daddy but <laughs> i feel like some of the things that he showed me in terms of how he just went about things mm-hmm. um some of it was financial. My dad was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, he got up. He had a you know he had a vision. He wasn't a typical nine to fiver, and so I don't necessarily expect that. But I do expect you to be able to, um, you know, take care of your bills, your things that you have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I look for in provision is partnership. Mm-hmm. And I know this doesn't sound romantic to the romantics out there. Um, but as a single black female, I can tell you, I could do more. <laughs> With another, what you say, forty five thousand, right, right, forty five thousand plus, yeah. Then I can with just me. I yeah. mean, it's just it's simple math. Yeah. So part of provision, um, and what I look for is someone who can add to what I already bring mm-hmm. to the table. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean that financially, but I just mean in life in general. So that might even be certain experiences. I mean, I think there's certain things you're just naturally better at. Right. Um, I, you know, a friend of mine joked that I'm I'm an executor. And so I, sometimes I have the idea, but if you give me an idea, mm-hmm. I'm going to make it happen. Right. And so I think, to me, that's a part of provision. If you have a vision, mm-hmm. like I have no problem being like, so this is what we're going to do. We're mm-hmm. going to tack this to, to tack and tie this. Um, and I think a bit of it, though, is emotional, too. I think as women, especially as black women, we're always expected to be present ourselves in certain ways. And I think safety is not just from a burglar. Safety mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I can be naked mm-hmm. emotionally with you. I can, you know, have the off day. I can be down. I can be in my feelings and all of that is okay. I love that. So I feel like, yeah, when I look at provision, yes, yeah, some of it is okay, we can come together and do mm-hmm. some things, mm-hmm. come together and do some projects that require funds, but also it is those other things, those intangibles that just add to your life and make life a little easier because life is going to life. Life you know? is lifing. So, we Let's asked some of these men folk. Mm-hmm. Let's see what some of them said. Okay. So, for the most part, they all said, I didn't have anything that I highlighted that was just like, eh, off the wall with what is a provider. Okay. So, I'll highlight our 63-year-old said, someone who looks after the economic stability within the relationship Mm -hmm. safety for members of the family and the development and growth of each individual in the family so they put a lot on that um a lot of men said you know like stable home Mm -hmm. security um some one man said enhancing a lifestyle through contributions it doesn't have to be financial Mm -hmm. um most of them said that it doesn't have to be financial they said it's important but not more important than giving what is needed Mm -hmm. so that is very individualistic right so what does your home need what would 
add to us. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them kind of covered that. Yeah. But they did definitely highlight like stable home or financial, you know, and, and that security thing. So, okay. And it was interesting. I had a um, guy and it was probably out, out of the people that I uh, surveyed, mm-hmm. he probably made the most money. I, I'm not going to say he made the most money. I'm going to say he had the biggest net worth, right? Mm-hmm. Because salary-wise, he definitely didn't make the most money of the guys that I um, surveyed, but, mm-hmm. you know, amassed his wealth through real estate. Yeah. So, um, and it was interesting, like, his, he had a one-word answer and it said money. And I was like, oh. okay. Interesting. <laughs> that's, that's All right. it's like, there you go. Okay. So, um, but the other people that I interviewed mm-hmm. kind of were, you know, more, more, more like you. They, you know, said it wasn't just about money, but um, one specifically said, when I go to work, I think about um, how can I provide for my family and the kids? You know, mm-hmm. does she have the things that she needs? Mm-hmm. And does, you know, does the child be able to get, get the things that if she has kids, mm-hmm. what can I do for her children? Um, mm-hmm. You know, are, am I able to help out with duties, help out with her car? Yeah. Um, so being able to be able to do those things. But, and they also said that some women do just to define it as not necessarily the help or emotional aspect of it, but they mm-hmm. just define it as money. He said, and that is really disheartening to a man. Yeah. So I thought that was really I mean, because I think it's kind of, for them, minimizing. Mm-hmm. I think as women, when we're reduced to our bodies mm-hmm. or things like that, we can see it, but mm-hmm. maybe... You know, or just being a mom. Yeah, yeah. we don't really look mm-hmm. at that from that viewpoint. Like, okay, right. I'm, just a, I'm just a chick. Right. You know, right, so, right. yeah. Sure. Okay, so next question, quick. So the next question that we had, and I was, all my guys said the same thing, which I thought maybe this is more common than not. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked them, have they dated a woman that made more than them? Mm-hmm. And all of mine said yes. Mm-hmm. Yours as well? All of mine did as well. And it was it was a one word answer. <laughs> it was either yes. yes or yes, I have. And it was right. it. Like, Don't I elaborate. asked the question, it was like, so yep. then, of course, you know, we have follow to up. ask a follow-up. And it was like, I, yeah. I really spelled it out. I said, you know, did you... Given that, did it make you question your ability to be able to provide? Mm-hmm. Did it change how you viewed yourself? And then also, did you still feel like you were respected mm-hmm. and valued even though she out earned right. you? Um, so our youngest, 29, said it did from the standpoint that she was more established. Mm-hmm. So they struggled to figure out where they fit in. And because she wanted certain things, and they, they mentioned, for example, she wanted a home that was 350000 and they work in public service. So they were like, I don't know no. how I can right. help you or what I can. Like, they felt like they're not good enough, basically, number. because, yeah, you wanted this these plush homes. Right. And I can't, you know what I mean? That's just basic math, right? Um, most of them said they didn't have any. I didn't have anyone that had an issue with her out earning them. Mm-hmm. The issue came in in the situation where they didn't feel respected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one person, now this this guy was funny. <laughs> so he said he's been on both sides of the fence. Okay. So his wife has made more and he wasn't phased because he was moving forward and finding his own way to success. So mm-hmm. it actually motivated him mm-hmm. in those situations to like go after. Um, and so then... He now, like, out-earns her, but he said, you know, I made sure to let her know emotionally and monetarily he appreciated her. Mm. And even how she handled him before he, like, elevated mm-hmm. in terms of his um, his financial impact or his financial contribution. Mm-hmm. And so, 
he said like impact wise he was like you know having a woman make more than you can impact you if you're grinding it motivates you as the case with him if you're lazy you'll resent her which was interesting to me that for him to say like you'll resent her if you don't have plans or you're lazy and then he was like if you're you know a leech then you'll be cool with it mm-hmm. um now he did say her level of respect never wavered but he said things intimacy wise improved well not yeah some things improved mm-hmm. um when she when he out earned her so i mean fair enough do with that what you will right um another guy just said that there were times where a woman would have an expectation that required money that he couldn't mm. afford to part with and so he didn't she felt like she didn't really consider like there's there's a chasm between their salaries and how that affects everyday things mm-hmm. um and so another guy I thought was really sweet. So he he was in school when he got with his wife. Mm-hmm. And so he said that she always respected him, but he really made it a point to make sure that he didn't like take advantage or, you know, stay within mm-hmm. means. They had a budget and he, you know, really respected that. And now he's in a position where he out earns her. And he's like, you know, none of that has ever changed as far as their respect between mm-hmm. each other and how he felt valued. But he said, you know, she was literally with me shooting in the gym because I right, had right. students out, you know, I didn't make any money right. and so um you know it was really interesting to hear that from his perspective too yeah um and then my my end it was kind of very similar the one that well like i said they all had dated someone that mm-hmm. was um out of there that had out earned them in yeah. one relationship he did say it was a complete lack of respect she didn't respect him right she always yeah. was throwing how much more she made in his face and you know what what he couldn't do for her and all of these things he said so in that relationship he said he didn't mind that she earned more but she he could tell that she did mm. like she she it mattered to her that he made less than her so was, there was just no respect in the relationship mm-hmm. um and the other two situations they said that there wasn't an issue with respect and it was kind of like what your guy said like it was a motivator for them mm-hmm. um one he was married to her she she um out earned him she ended up getting her MBA and he said it drove him to want to better himself yeah. get him a higher education and mm-hmm. now again I ended up out earning her mm-hmm. and he said at the beginning of the relationship he was an entrepreneur so mm-hmm. he knew eventually his business was going to catch yeah. up to her but yeah. you know so he was like there was no issue for him of like any kind of self-confidence or anything gotcha. like that um and then for the other guy he said he didn't really have an issue or there wasn't an issue between them because again net worth he had a great net worth mm-hmm. but salary wise she out earned him salary wise okay. right right so he said for him it when he went around her friends mm-hmm. um because of the type of job that he had you know it wasn't lawyer doctor she was a doctor mm-hmm. it wasn't lawyer doctor this so it, her friends felt like he was leeching because his you know his job was a transporter mm-hmm. right and it didn't have this uh, elaborate but he still made six figures you right know? Like... And he said he felt he always had this need to explain himself because his mm-hmm. job didn't have this manager title or um you know this elaborate title and um so he said for him it did it it, it motivated him to to do want to do more mm-hmm. but um it also he did have some kind of you know self self-doubt issues when he was around her yeah. company and who she hung with yeah i can yeah. see that so would you have an issue if you out earned your partner? I, I've, I've earned several partners. Oh. <laughs> like, no, it's not the same. Because let, let me let's see. This is I do this. Well, the way you I said it. Was for it was the way you said it. I have. So <laughs> I've been out. But okay. So I have out earned partners. 
again, salary wise, mm-hmm. but I've also had people that out earned me salary wise, but mm-hmm. I still had more than them because they didn't have financial management. Got you. So, I mean, I dated a guy. He made like $12,000 in a month and every month he was broke. Like mm. every month. And wow. I just was, it blew my mind. Like, right. wow, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so it was more so financial management. I will say um, that in uh, one of my relationships where I, I earned the partner, it was it was really big issues, not necessarily because I had an issue that I out-earned him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was just, it just felt like always this competition, right? Like mm. it was, it just felt very competitive or I don't know, it's security issues. And yeah. I just wasn't, I wasn't built to deal with it. Like it was like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, it, yeah. this is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, to, cause I think your guys kind of mentioned it. Like there were things that I wanted to do that I'm used to doing mm-hmm. that I stopped doing because I knew he couldn't afford to do them, you know? Yeah. And that kind of also did leave some resentment for me. Mm. So I don't necessarily know. I'm not so necess- big on the salary yeah. deficit that, mm-hmm. if, you know, I'm not going to say I will never date a guy that I out-earn. Yeah. But if there's no financial management, if he doesn't have, you know, some kind of investment portfolio or if I basically if I can't travel with you, over, you know, and this is yeah. the issue, mm-hmm. I love to travel, you know, yeah. so I'm not going to downplay me traveling. I only have to travel with you. Because me and him can't be number the time. Like, but I get I'm, it. I'm sorry. I'm in my forties. I can't do that. Right. Let's take this so, vacation. Yeah, and I can't have Got a you. vacation unless it's the Charleston side. So <laughs> I love Charleston, but that's not that, Charleston listen, is not the rest of my listen, life. Listen, I love it. This so. might be, this might be the bit the sound bite because please don't several. Um, <laughs> no. So like <laughs> I I have out earned partners. I think for me, it only becomes weird when they make it weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I when I say by weird, like just constantly bringing it up, like mm-hmm. oh, you know, you such and it's like. Because I don't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I think when I'm in a partnership, and this may sound super corny, I don't know, but like in a serious one, not mm-hmm. like, oh, we just kicking it. Right, right. But like if we are together, I look at it, I start looking at it as a person who, you know, does still consider marriage, like mm-hmm. like almost like practice for that. So right. I kind of feel like, well, if I got it, yeah. then we got it. Mm-hmm. Now, within reason, it's not about to be, I'm paying your light bill, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, so I think, for me, it's not an issue. It only becomes an issue when you make it one yeah. or when I feel like I'm being kind of like taken advantage mm-hmm. of. I think that's it for me. And then to, to your point, that take advantage of is usually because that person's not responsible w- with what they have. Yeah. Whatever that or, looks like. or they're like, that person said lazy. Because I'm, I, at least in the guys that I've interviewed, all of them have said, I don't want your stuff. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want your stuff. So, I, you know, the whole taking advantage of saying people do do that, but I think it, it does lead more so um, to, to laziness factor. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So last question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if so much applies to us, but the other question we asked was, how do you feel when a woman expects you to provide? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the interesting answers I got, some were said, I look at what her dad did. I feel like you can't set a baseline for me that you didn't at least have growing up. Ooh, I love that answer. Um, some would ask what she God, could. Oh. I mean, hey. Some would ask what she would provide as well. Another interesting one that said, if she expects that financially, then I'm in control of the money. 
because of your if, if the answer is just financial if you expect me to provide now if it's more than financial it's reciprocal like if you expect provision in terms of like oh you bring something financially to the table you're emotionally this then mm. it's like okay i can reciprocate that um two one guy said i'll just holler he said i would leave her to the streets if we're not married like i got a lot of guys really made that distinction if we're like married engaged sure i understand it it's fine if we're not at that point then no like even the 63 year old which is kind of old school age-wise was like that is not negotiable i'm not providing for someone that i'm dating now Mm. we're at the point of engagement we're building a life together then that's something else Mm -hmm. um i think um one guy said within reason you have to contribute like what are you bringing to the table in terms of your contribution? But it's not money isn't the end all be all there. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. he did say like a woman should have some expectation in terms of stability, protection, right, right. a vision and things that we've talked about. But if it's just it, it seems to be like you have the wrong to them. You have the mo- wrong mindset if it's just money mm-hmm, and that's going to mm-hmm, be an issue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, my, yeah. and mine's a similar one guy. He, he straight out said, like you said, like she should be able to expect that. He didn't make the distinction distinction between dating um, and being in a relationship. But the other two did. Mm-hmm. And the one, one said that if I'm in a if I'm in a relationship and she has to come to me and say she expects me to provide, then she's probably not the person for me. And. I had him elaborate because eventually I was like, oh, she can't tell you her expectations. Mm -hmm. But he was saying that, no, like if I'm into you, I'm Mm going to be doing everything to provide for you anyway. So if you are feeling that way, like I'm not providing for you or I'm not doing for you, then it's probably because I don't necessarily want to do it. So, you know, and so and then Mm -hmm. the other guy, he was saying. Again, he made the distinction to between relationship and out of relationship. He said out of relationship, that's a red flag for him. Mm-hmm. Like, and he listened to Cam- Kevin Samuels, and he was, oh, I was like, right. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna leave. He didn't say to the streets, but that's basically, basically what he said. He was like, yeah, that's a red flag. And he said in a relationship, he felt like his. Um, he didn't say wife, but he just mm-hmm. say in a relationship. He was like, he felt like his partner could come to him and be like, hey, um, you know. Things are tight or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. can you take care of things? You, even to the point where he said, you could, you know, if you needed to quit your job, mm-hmm. he's like, I could hold you down. I could hold out all the bills and stuff. He said, but what is going to be your contribution? Contribution? It can't be like, I need to take care of the bills and your hair and your nails and mm-hmm. your spa treatment. Girl, that house better be spotless. <laughs> right. You he was like, I can't, he's like, I can't do all of those things. He said, for him, that would be a problem. Yeah, That's the expectation provision. And I'm going to admit, I've never felt comfortable asking a man like even in situation I could think of in the past being in a bind, mm-hmm. like I've never felt comfortable. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's the being too independent mm-hmm. or what. I've just never. I, I guess I've never wanted to come off. Yeah. That way, and then something stuck stuck out about what you said in terms of just the um, you talking about the guy and like her being the one and like if mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like I'll be doing it. If, I think that's really interesting because guys kind of know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so. It it just it just really kind of gave me a little moment of like child, I have never felt comfortable like that so maybe child anyway yeah it's some out here that are oh, so good. ladies out here getting flued out I need to figure it out. <laughs> right like taking me on a trip I, I just never I've never felt but <laughs> hey, whatever 
Maybe that's when God let us be able to provide for ourselves. He I said, they ain't going to ask for nothing. They're not. But, um, so, ladies, you know, the divas, specifically divos, chime in. Let us know if we pretty much got it right and nailed it. And we did try to get, you know, like we said, the male perspective on this. Divas, mm-hmm. listen. Don't be in there justifying and well, listen, no, no, listen to understand, yes, not yes. to respond. Right, right, just that part. take it in. Yeah, take it in. Just receive it and, mm-hmm. and do what you want with the information. But this did come from men to tell what it men did. felt as providers. Mm-hmm. So with that, we say, again, you know, if you are on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe. We appreciate you tuning in to hear another episode of Divas and Duckets. If you mm-hmm. are following or if you are on Instagram and Facebook, please go follow us. On Facebook, we are Divas and Duckets under the same name. And mm-hmm. do you have anything else? Um, you can also, if you have a question, comment, concern, shenanigan, email us diva <laughs> advice at gmail.com, D I V A A D V I C E at gmail.com. Yep. So All in right. the meantime, in between time, have a great attitude. All right. Bye. Bye.